In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Domine non sum dignus. Lord, I am not worthy. How often we pray these words without really meaning them. As a young man, I resisted thinking about entering seminary for years because I thought Jesus needed something from me, and quite frankly, I wasn't sure if I wanted to give it. When I finally said yes, I thought I was going to save the world. I didn't realize that Jesus doesn't need me to save the world, but he lets me try to save my soul. Years later, I would begin to discover that reality as I reflected upon how the Lord blessed me most abundantly when I followed him where I would not go and gave more than I desired to give. He only asked things of us that we actually need to do, to be happy, to grow, to heal, to be saved. That's the dynamic we hear in the gospel today about Zacchaeus, the tax collector, who welcomes our Lord into his house, not because the Lord needs food or drink, a place to rest the night, but because Zacchaeus needs his presence in his life. This truth became clear to me when I visited an apostolate called the Community of the Cenacolo, which in Italian means the upper room. The community was founded by a little Italian nun, Sister Elvira, who saw so many young people in Italy falling victim to heroin during the 1980s. Her solution was to invite them into community, a community made up of addicts, to drugs and later to other things, who chose to live like religious. They gave up everything and lived together in poverty. They prayed together each day, the mass and the rosary. And after detoxing, they were put to work, initially doing menial tasks, chores around the house. Eventually, they were entrusted with more responsibility, like organizing works outside the community. And finally, they were asked to be mentors to new members to their house, to integrate them into the community and help them overcome their addictions and the demons that go along with them. I remember talking to one of the members who told me how profoundly it was an effect on him that he, a drug addict, was trusted with caring for another soul. In the Chinacolo, they understood profoundly that they were not worthy, and yet they were still asked to assist in the mission. Because Mother Elvira realized that one of the best ways to heal and overcome addiction was to forget your own troubles and help others. Mother's model is really the model of our Lord, Jesus Christ, that of the early church and apostles. It has proven fruitful when and wherever it has been embraced. In the case of the Chinacolo, Mother's little community spread around the world and boasts a success rate with addicts far above any secular residential treatment program because it gives them dignity and purpose and meaning. 
Lord, I am not worthy. I am like those drug addicts invited into community. Jesus invited me to come and follow him as a priest, not because I am worthy, but because I need it. Domine non sum dignus. We pray these words at Mass just before we receive communion because, in fact, none of us is worthy to share in the Lord's mission or the sacrifice of the cross, which leads to communion with the Father. We might not like to admit it, but addiction to sin is far more dangerous to the soul than addiction to drugs is to the body. And we are all addicted to sin, large or small sins. It's a privilege to be able to cooperate with Christ, a privilege we are not worthy of. And yet Christ gives it to us anyway because he loves us and desires us to be saved. Not because God needs our help, but because we need to be helped by helping others. Over a hundred years ago in 1904, Polish immigrants, mostly minors, built this church Again, not because God needed to be worshipped, but because they needed to worship God. Those workers, like the slaves in Egypt, needed the refreshment fellowship and Sabbath rest that came from worshipping the Lord their God. They needed it to give them the strength to serve the Lord in the midst of their labors in the world. As lay people, they, like you, were called to live and work in the world, to raise their families in the world, to labor at jobs and on their land, to participate in so civil society, all in a world full of temptation to forget God and what's most important. They were asked to work in a world without losing their identity and dignity as sons and daughters of God, without losing their souls, to be in the world but not of it. They understood in the midst of a hostile culture, they needed to build a place like the Chinaculo, the upper room, where they could go to get away from the temptations of the world for prayer, healing, nourishment, encouragement, and strength. The world today is not much different than the world in 1904 or the world those original members of the Chinaculo escaped. The spirit of the world is always tempting people away from God, tempting them with money, popularity, ease of life, pleasure. These are the spiritual drugs that modern man needs to detox from. Thus, the mission of Catholics in the world requires a firm foundation outside the world. That is what Sacred Heart was for those miners all those years ago, who mortgaged their houses, risking their very livelihood to build this church when bankers wouldn't provide an unsecured loan. Isn't that what Sacred Heart is today? I grew up in a parish very different from Sacred Heart. As I mentioned before, I almost lost my faith there. In retrospect, one of the things that saved my faith was my grandparents' parish, a parish not unlike Sacred Heart, built in the inner city by immigrants from Poland. Unlike Sacred Heart, they didn't have particularly good liturgy or music or catechesis, 
but what they did have was old world piety and beautiful architecture. I'm told when the wreckers turned up in the 70s, the parishioners stood arm in arm and refused to let them renovate their sanctuary. The high altar stayed and the statues stayed, the broke glory stayed, and inspired the Catholic imagination of a little boy who one day would become a not-so-little priest. Even though he only went there half a dozen times a year for Mass, that is what Sacred Heart is doing today here in Grand Rapids. I wish I grew up in a parish like Sacred Heart, not because we're perfect or better than others, but because the people here have made a commitment of fidelity, and we are seeing its fruits. Why is the mission of Sacred Heart so important? It's important because people with no faith at all walk in those doors every week and see something that moves their heart to ask questions that they never thought to ask. Because children and young adults are being formed into beautiful souls. This past week, there was a team from the diocese here for accreditation, and one of the members, while recounting his visit here, became emotional, almost at the point of tears, when he talked about witnessing our young people at Mass in the morning. Their great faith, their prayerfulness, their seriousness of purpose. You don't experience that in many other places. It's truly a blessing which we ought not to take for granted. Here at Sacred Heart, individuals and families, though not perfect, are growing in holiness and trying to help other families to grow in holiness. Sacred Heart is important because we are 11 for the diocese, the church around us. I can't tell you the number of stories of priests who have taken what they've seen here at Sacred Heart and taken it back to their parishes. Servers who come and visit at Sacred Heart and go back to their own parishes trying to elevate their liturgies to the glory of God and to help the souls in their parish. The music that's been influenced by our culture. Even in the academy, which was the one and only classical school in our diocese, we are influencing the schools around us who are now more and more open to that classical approach, that traditional approach to teaching the faith. There's already another classical school here in town as a direct result of the way that we have led. However, most important, Sacred Heart is so important because it is a refuge where people who are not worthy, like the addicts in the community of the Chinacolo, are given the privilege to cooperate with the mission of Christ, people like me. When St. Peter said, your enemy, the devil, is prowling like a roaring lion, looking for souls to devour, he was talking about every age in the church, but these words seem particularly apt and prophetic to describe our own day. In the midst of the battle that we are facing at this day and age, at this time, we need a foothold, a foothold for the kingdom of God. Our parish has been and is and hopefully will be that foothold. It's a place where I believe Christ desires to help you by allowing you to help others. 
This is the last of the three-week series of sermons about our parish commitment of fidelity, our call to cooperate in the mission of Christ and of the Church. As you pray about the commitment of fidelity this week and next, I'd like you to ask yourself, do you want Sacred Heart to be that place, that foothold in the midst of the world where you and your family can participate in the work of Christ, not because you're worthy, but because you, or because you're going to save the world, but because you need this place for yourselves and your families? Do you want Sacred Heart to be available to others, a place where your neighbors can grow in holiness by helping you? I personally know I need this place to grow in holiness. I believe God called me here and now to this place to work out my salvation with fear and trembling. I want to thank all of you for this parish that you have built, and I hope you will commit yourself again this year, or perhaps for the first time this year, to work together with me and all your fellow parishioners to make this place a place where Christ's work can be accomplished. To work together, though I am unworthy, in making this place a beacon of light for others. There's so much we can do if only we commit ourselves in fidelity. I thank you for your prayerful consideration. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.